Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. this Wednesday morning, it is uh, time for us to chat with Dr. Stan Anderson, as we do every Wednesday morning. He is on our WHBC Newsline. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. All right. So let's make COVID our topic this morning. Um, A couple of interesting things that you wanted to share with us. Fill me in a little bit on Paxlovid, because I kept hearing people say, you know, when you get diagnosed with COVID, people say, oh, did you get that pill? Did you get that pill? What is that pill? Yeah, so first off, it's not a single pill. It's uh, several different medicines that are wrapped all into one. So you would actually be taking three different pills twice a day. So it's six pills a day, and you would do it for five days. Uh, because of the, uh, the emergency, the state of emergency that was uh, created, um, it's going to be free. You wouldn't have to pay for it. So it ends up being something that is a huge benefit. And, and there's always been this question. People that take Paxlovid, is it really making that much of a difference? Does it just help for the short term? So a couple of thoughts. The first is, is people that take Paxlovid, it dramatically decreases the risk for getting hospitalization. So getting the vaccine is the most important thing. That's what gives you the greatest amount of protection so that you don't end up in the hospital and the ICU and obviously death. But taking Paxlovid um, definitely does decrease the risk of that. But a new study where they looked at somewhere around the uh, difference between um, 50,000 people that did not take Paxlovid and somewhere around 10,000 people who did take Paxlovid. And they were looking at what happened months down the road. And what they found was people that took Paxlovid had a 26% reduced risk of developing long COVID complications. So you had less risk for developing heart problems, blood disorders, fatigue, liver disease, kidney disease, muscle pain, that uh, COVID brain fog that people have, shortness of breath. So Paxlovid is associated with not only getting better um, a little bit quicker and staying out of the hospital, but also with preventing developing the long COVID complications. And who gets this? Who gets Paxlovid? Who gets, there's an age group and at risk people? So uh, Paxlovid is specifically only for people over the age of 60 or people that have significant medical comorbidities. So if you have diabetes, obesity, if you have um, uh, lung disease, cancer, if you have some chronic medical disorder. So it's for the aged 
and for people that uh, end up having immune abnormalities. All right. And we when now we're on the topic of COVID. Let's, you know, talk about COVID and the other things that it causes, you know, stress, <laughs> although the election caused a lot of stress, but it's over now. So that's good. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're I, I honest to goodness, there are people who have had COVID that I see them having other health issues now. And I say, I wonder if COVID caused that. Yeah, so uh, this is a study that was published in the OBGYN, and what they found was the stress of COVID. In other words, all of the things that it has done, it has caused almost half of all women in this study to end up having abnormal periods, either the cycle length change, the period duration, the length of the flow, spotting, and so What's interesting is, is that about one out of six women ended up saying that it caused abnormalities in every aspect of their periods. And so what's kind of interesting is, is younger women and women with previously mental health diagnosis were dramatically more likely to have vulnerable issues here, um, and they were having menstrual cycle changes. So covid is bad in every sense the way it has affected people, not just the stress of getting it, but the stress of having to deal with the issue that other people around you have gotten it and how it's affecting their life. So, yeah, COVID, oh, man, what a – COVID is such a a bummer. It's such a frustrating thing. But, yeah, it, it has really caused a lot of stress. And it has caused a lot of women's periods to be changed. And I and also going back to the Paxlovid, because this one just kind of popped into my head. I had also heard that um, people, they they were more likely to get COVID again after taking that. So um, this uh, this is unfounded. We really don't know the data behind that. There's been several case stories of people who took Paxlovid and then ended up getting another variant. So whether it's, oh, I had Paxlovid, I had COVID, I can do whatever I want, and therefore they stop being as careful, you're more likely to get the next variant. Because the really frustrating thing about COVID is, is when you get COVID, you now have resistance to that particular strain, but it doesn't mean that you have resistance to every strain that's going to come down the pike. So it's just it's just that frustrating thing. Yeah, very frustrating. And one other thing I'll ask you about this morning, because um, this is kind of on a different topic, but it, it is kind of connected in some ways because, you know, we talk about smoking and vaping and all those kinds of things. And, and I always say 100%. I mean, I'm seven years into quitting smoking, and thank goodness that I don't smoke anymore, you know, as COVID arrived. I just, I can't even imagine doing that, but, um, and having to deal with that. But at the same time, now we're seeing kids, are they using less cigarettes these days? Is that what you're hearing? Well, this was a study that was published in JAMA. So first off, uh, Pam, congratulations and good for you. Thank you. People that make difficult choices, people that decide to do something that is in their best interest to do, the drive, the urge can sometimes be so frustrating. And the fact that you've been able to stay clear of that, that is so good. So 
Congratulations. Kudos to you. That is Thank awesome. You. It's not but, easy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And, and other people just don't know just how difficult it is. Um, the stressors, the way in which it ends up having an effect for you. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. But this was a study where they were looking at adolescents. They were looking at younger people, and they were finding that they do not smoke cigarettes as much. But according to this study, this is crazy. I, I could not believe this. How many kids that are under the age of 17 feel the need and use a nicotine product within the first five minutes of waking up in a day? Between 2014 and 2017, it was less than 1%. But from 2018 and on, 10% of adolescents feel the need to vape within the first five minutes of waking up. And the other issue is, is that the proportion of those who had used uh, vaping at all had gone from somewhere around 25% in 2014, that now in 2021, 70%, excuse me, 77% of teens, um, kids under the age of 17, have tried vaping. And it's just amazing, 10% feel the need to have to vape within five minutes Ugh, of waking up. That's heartbreaking. So to parents out there, recommendation is, is this is a disease. It is an illness that has huge addiction per, uh, implications. Very, very important for parents to understand. You can't just say no, and that makes it get better. It is an addiction. It is going to go through all of the issues that you have to go through when you're trying to stop doing a bad habit, you need professional help. Yeah, absolutely. And I and, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I just want to say it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, a lot of good stuff this morning, Dr. Stan. And uh, I hope you're feeling better. I can tell you have a little bit of a cold right there. <laughs> I feel great. Thank you so much, Pam. All right. We'll talk next week, Sarah. Have a good one. Hey, you too.